1: Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast.
2: Do it a little faster. Uh. Oh. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> you still got it. <laughs> it's your girl Shanti. And it's Antoinette. And we are Around, Around the Way Curls. Join us as we share our unique life experiences. AKA Tell All Our Business. And
3: explore both the profound and the profane. Because duality, duality is, is a, a thing. thing. Yes! Uh, Hold on, it just said I, you couldn't access my video. Can you see what's happening right now?
2: No. It says it's fine on my end. Oh, okay. Do you have an Ethernet cord plugged in? Because your video has been mm-hmm. fuzzy on my end, but she she in there. All right, we're good then.
3: Hi. Hey, girl. Hey.
2: Tired? Yes.
3: <laughs> yes. It, yes. But we're going yes. to show up and show out. Welcome to another episode of Around the Way Curls. Internet, how you feeling? oh you know what's going on with your mind
2: i am still watching the walking dead or it's watching me listen it's (sighs) getting to be i'm getting to the insufferable part i'm just like who has finished that episode i don't think i I, i'm gonna finish i've decided it's not done internet it's still
3: going though
2: no 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 no. i'm gonna finish this iterate what (laughs) what it's eleven seasons. It's more than that. Still coming out now. I think so. I think- not spinoffs. You gonna watch eleven seasons of it? I'm gonna watch it. I'm on season five. I'm halfway done season five. It's what I'm saying. It, it's watching me now. I'm not invested in it in a way where I'm watching it. It plays in the background. Even when I'm at work, I have my headphones in, and when I'm not on calls, in order to avoid having to talk to folks, I have it on and make a, a headphones on, make it look like I'm on a call. But really, I'm just listening to the. In the background. Carl Carl. Right. Carl <laughs> Carl. I'm like, Rick. Rick. Stop Rick. calling his name like that. Rick, Rick is slowly turning into a sociopath and turning into Shane. Because how can you not? How can you not? Um, I think that I was officially over it as soon as they introduced the governor. I was like, girl, you okay. ain't
3: seen nothing yet.
2: No, no, no. I'm I'm way past that. I've seen many things. We, we have, D'Angelo came and went. That's not his name in this. But D'Angelo from The Wire came. He already went. Who's your bad they, guy now? Well, they just offed them. They was at the little stupid hospital. Somehow they ended up back in Atlanta, Atlanta. And Uh-oh. I was irritated by that. Like, y'all were in Atlanta. Rick rode his little horse in Atlanta, maybe in episode fucking one or two. And somehow y'all found your way back there. I'm just irritated. And the way that they split up from one another without giving each other any kind of information. And then the group has to wait and all that. I'm like, you know what? It's too much. Y'all are doing it to yourselves. And I get that. It feels like a money grab at this point. I'm just less interested, but I can't, I have to know. I have to know who makes it and how they go. And I, and when they go, I feel nothing. It's so sad. And I think that it's desensitizing me. I'm watching people. No, I'm serious. I'm watching people get killed. Mm -hmm. I'm watching these, the priest, I'm ready for him to, I can't wait for him to go. Mm -hmm. Carver from the wire irritating the bejesus out of me i'm like bro nobody told you to be running through these woods by yourself struggling to kill zombies get it together and and kill one of these zombies and stop creating havoc he ruined the whole church situation i'm just like you're you're irritating me but you know here we are i can't stop can't stop won't stop it's it's I I will say, every time I'm outside at night, instead of seeing people, I see walkers. Well, girl, I don't turn know it off. Well. I think I, you,
3: know. I think that's indicative of turn that off because it's not I good won't. for you.
2: I can't. I can't do it. It's got me in a. It still has. You know how you talked about sex in the city? Like, it's so oh, bad. Yeah. Okay. But I okay, can't wait I understand to see that. what happens. When you next. said that,
3: I, okay. <laughs> it's I get that it. now. All it's right. like.
2: And it's not. I, I would imagine it's not even as bad as sex in the city. But plot-wise, it's just getting corny. Now, my you biggest it, yet. my biggest issue was that they're starting to seem like superheroes. And it's just not even realistic. And I was like, this is like something out of a Marvel comic book or something at this point. And it was a comic book. So it all makes sense. So I gave it a little more grace of like, Oh, you didn't oh, know that. I had no oh. idea. So here we are. I'm like, before it felt a little more like human driven and I get in season five they're really trying to give us the backstory on folks and yada 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 but you've lost me already the governor lost me the whole eye patch it just felt the eye patch ridiculous <laughs> ah, I
3: about that nigga. he was he's nothing girl there's, there's levels to these to these it's like a game the bad guys there's levels they to them just keep
2: getting big yeah so and and, and I'm gonna get more uninterested as the bad guys keep getting worse and worse. The only person, not the only person, I I will be sad when something happens to the hillbilly because he's grown on me. But when Carol got hit by that car, you remember when she got hit by that car out of nowhere? I, she, I laughed. Anything. That's what I'm saying. She got hit by a car trying to save... Anyway, this is not interesting to these people listening. I'm sorry, y'all. But when she got hit by that car, instead of me being... <gasps> I said... <laughs> It because it, of the way it was done. And I said, that's how I know I'm not well. And part of it is that I'm binging it. So it's just constant. If I had to wait a season or wait a week or wait, you know, it's kind of like how you did Game of Thrones. Girl. We're like, you're just going, going, going. And you don't have the anticipation of. You the need stir. to put
3: this down and watch Breaking Bad because this is a waste of your time. I don't get it.
2: I can't. I can't emotionally invest in Breaking Bad because I know it's going to be that good and I know that I, I need to be present. So I can't do it yet. Okay. I have to wait. All right. I have to let watching the watching dead walk. What is it? Walking the watching dead. The Walking Dead watch me. And I'll let you know where people end up. Where did you fall off? What, what season? I can't
3: tell you. Do you?
2: No, just tell me the number oh, of the I season that you fell off. I have no idea. No idea. So you got to the hospital where the cops was tripping. Yeah, it's, I got way past okay. where you at. You got way past it. And right. I watched
3: it during the pandemic. I watched it during the pandemic where I ain't had shit to do and I still stopped watching it.
2: I would have been so scared during the pandemic watching that thinking that like, this is where we at, y'all. No, I this did. And I was like, I,
3: where am my back? And still didn't get a backpack. I ain't got no goddamn backpack yet.
2: <laughs> well, I looked up a home, like a Homeward Bound thing. It's $2,034 for a seven- Day intensive, where it's very hands on. It's out in Yosemite somewhere. Oh, I think I you should do that. I might fuck a yoga retreat.
3: Go ahead and figure out how to handle this coming apocalypse. They need to do one in the city though, because that's different.
2: No, you gonna you gotta figure out how to get out of the city.
3: Yeah, that's it. If you but if you get out of the city, you gotta know what's gonna happen. That's why we gotta leave the cities. I'm with my mom now.
2: I got to get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, what's up with you? Let me get this wording.
3: I had an epiphany today.
2: Did you just have to look at the outline to find out what was up with you? Uh-huh. Be honest. Yeah,
3: because <laughs> I'd I be pulling this stuff out. I'd be like, what is going on with me?
4: <laughs> Who knows? Um, I
3: am super excited to date multiple people. It's been really interesting in that all of the people that I've dated in the past or been with in the past, and mind you, my dating history is not like, oh, I was with this person for six months, four months. It's been years. It's been like minimum three years is the time spent with somebody. And I'm still friends with them. And I see them often. And it's been really interesting because I've been seeing them Within the same week. And we're like, sometimes I'll just see him at a coffee shop. Sometimes it's like a planned date. But it's been so wild to me about how, how I am noticing their differences and then reflecting back on what I actually like and want, right? Mm. So it's like, There's something really beautiful that I'm realizing, and, I'm, and I've got to say these, maybe I'm, I'm projecting what I think polyamorism is because I, I I'm not in practice of it, but there's something about having variety and distance between your partners that really helps you to be more objective and to really sit with how you Feel and what you want, and I also don't have the same expectations from these people um, that I did before. So I think that is helping me a little bit. But when I really start going out there and dating again, I feel like right when I'm find myself about to go into that sinking, sunken place with them, or like I really, really like them and I want to lock in, I'm gonna make sure I have, I go on a date with two other people to get some. Variety and to be really sit with like does this do I really like this person, or i am or am I getting attached in a way that I'm actually losing perspective and I'm making up a story that's not really true because in yeah. in my visits and in my time with you know my exes over this week, I'm like, oh, this is clear as day. Like our dynamic is clear as day. It's really clear where we click and where it's awesome. It's really clear where that's not what I want. And why the fuck did I not know that? Why the fuck wasn't that something that like I sat with and was aware of and could name? So I'm just setting up my dating strategy until I like a nigga and then all of this is through the wind and I know that to be true, but <laughs> well, I'm going to remember this day. Like, Y'all need to me? play this back. <laughs> but anybody that's dating out there, young girls, I think you should, I think there's something really to dating multiple people and just because you like somebody and you're compatible doesn't mean you shouldn't continue dating because there's some about that distance and that variety that really like is like, oh, okay. What, what, what Interesting. is this? What is this? What is this thing that I'm wanting? What is this thing that they're providing? And what aren't they providing that this other person does so readily? Anyway.
2: I feel like that might be the reason why so many people are single. But I could be wrong. Is that there's so much to choose from that nobody will make a choice. For me, it's not about
3: choosing; it's about sitting with what I like, with what no that makes sense. Versus that makes sense. Is there something else better out there? It's more like, I'm, yeah. What do I really like? And more importantly, what story am I making up about this person that I do like that may not be really true? (sighs)
2: it's interesting that you were like you're just going to go on two or three more dates you could just get dates that easily that's how i work for you i have not dating anybody i'm
3: basically just dating my exes all over
2: again
3: (laughs) 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 i'm kicking it with them and um
2: you get on my nerves but it's different
3: it's very different it's really it's wonderful i'm i'm learning i'm enjoying them even more and i'm seeing my own dynamic through them more without the clingy and and the expectation and like this has to work and this is we're gonna do this and oh this it's it's wild right now and i'm i i kind of love it for myself so shout out to y'all y'all know who you are and everybody listen knows who you are as well
2: (laughs) (laughs) Ah! (laughs) you are annoying voicemails (laughs) y'all it's so a lot of voicemails this week about last week's misses topic. We got 50, almost 50 voicemails. It's like 48. So obviously we can't play that many, but we're gonna do the best that we can.
1: Hey ladies. Um this is Chef Colin. <clears throat> I just wanted to make a, a quick statement. Um and 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 kind of give myself some grace. Um and just hold two things at once. Like you guys always say, I just, I'm going through a transition in my life where I'm finally happy and I'm comfortable and I feel mentally okay and I feel like I'm ready to take the next steps. And I've been with someone for six years and had been begging her to um get healthy, get mentally healthy, get physically healthy, like literally begging her. And. I'm now in a space where I just can't keep holding on to this person who clearly doesn't want to grow and, and make any forward progress. Um, and now I'm being told that I'm the bad person. And I just wanted to know if there, you know, if you guys had any, any words of wisdom on how to deal with the situation where the only thing you've ever wanted is for your partner to be healthy and they don't want to be. So you make the decision to move on with your life. How do you deal with that when they're making you feel like a terrible person?
2: Mm. Chanti.
3: Um, either way, it's going to. Either way, you're going to be filled with shame, and guilt, and really hard feelings that you have to hold. And carry. Do you want to have those? Do you want to have those feelings because you are being sacrificial or betraying yourself for somebody else, or do you want to have to hold hard feelings because you are um, being true to yourself? There's no escaping having, holding, and having and experiencing these. Feelings of shame, guilt, and sadness, and sorrow, and grief. Um, hmm. But I think it's a decision that you have to make around. I'm I am going to experience these, and I'm going to go to the other side from myself. Or you stay and feel obligated to somebody else, and and trying to like. <clears throat> trying to relieve somebody else of um, or try to absolve yourself from being like the bad guy to them, but then you end up sacrificing yourself and you're going to feel bad anyway. So yeah, it's going to be hard anyway. I say do it for yourself Um, and be really clear that your responsibility is not to um make that situation easier for the other person either she's gonna have to hold hard feelings as well, evidently, and it's not your fault, so don't let her gaslight you into the into thinking that, which it feels like she's or she's projecting stuff onto you, maybe it's all hard, and I know it's hard, and I'm sorry that it's hard, but I don't think there's any escape in the hard conversations and the grief that comes with uh seeing something and and choosing something, choosing something different for yourself, even at the expense of losing someone that you love very much.
2: Yeah, I think the tendency is to, I mean, it sounds like first that you've wanted to, that you've encouraged, you've supported, you've tried, and really it's, it's up to you to determine if you've done enough. And if, um, if it's, if something's no longer serving you and the narrative that somebody else has, Shanti always says this, but like, it's none of your business. Like that somebody else's narrative of you, as long as, you know, you know, if you're being reckless, you know, if you're being unfair, you know, if you're being unkind and this person, it will probably be very hurt because they want you and they might It sounds like they may be codependent on you, but this might be the thing that helps them. Again, that's not Mm -hmm. even your business either. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Only you know if you've done enough and if you've exhausted all possibility of, uh, all possibility there. (laughs) And, you know, doesn't mean it's forever. Could just be for now.
3: Yeah. I'm sorry. sorry. You gotta be true to you in
2: this. Yeah. Easier said than done, cause it hurts. That it's one, hard. I don't do that. Really hard. <laughs> so very hard to do. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. Next up.
4: Hey, Antoinette. Hey, Shanti. I never thought I would call into this show. Um, <laughs> I see Ebony K. Has everybody going. I just. I do know. I've heard the clip. I wasn't um offended by the clip that I heard, but I did try to look up the original clip, and I went and I saw a whole bunch of high value men saying, oh, Ebony is finally saying Kevin Samuels is right, and a bunch of other people on the other side upset, and I think I kind of understand what's happening here, right? Um I heard you... Debate, And you saw it really hurt um, talking about how your value as a human isn't tied to your marriage prospects or having kids. And I agree with that 100%. But Ebony never said that, right? Um, she was very specific in her speech. And she talked about um, specifically in the marriage market. Um, due to society and how things are, black women's values decrease as we age, specifically in the marriage market. So why is it that so many of us um, heard that clip and automatically made that association to our work as a human being? when she didn't say that, right? You made that argument, but you were arguing with something she didn't say. And I'm attaching it to all of we had to do what Kevin's saying is during the pandemic, right, and all the high-value men, and I think that's why, right? And on top of that, right, will just come out talking about why he doesn't date Black women. And, you know, I heard that all my life, and, you know, there's um, talks about how Black women are the least desirable of the races. And so I think with – Ebony was just speaking from a very pragmatic um, point of view on what we're dealing with as a society to young women, right? I mean, if she really meant what everyone's saying, she's saying, then she would be saying that she's valueless because she's older than you, that and she's single and she's going through the IVF process alone. But I don't think that's what she's saying. She's just being realistic and telling people what it is that we're dealing with. So. I think I'm coming to the end of my three minutes. so I wish you all well. Have a good one. Bye.
2: I think that's fair. Yeah. I think that's very fair. I think,
3: yeah, I think there were a lot of different narratives uh, that we pulled from that collectively that, that were connected to our projections. But yeah, I agree.
2: Okay. Thank you for calling.
0: Hi. I wanted to say, y'all, that I enjoy listening to y'all. Keep on doing what you're doing. Um, I'm calling in response to the Ebony K. Williams episode. I understand that Antoinette was super fired up and annoyed with uh, Ebony's statement. I do agree with Shanti only because just in my experience, um, being in college, You know, I was told, hey, you know, focus on your studies. Don't focus on these boys. You know, have a good time. I ended up meeting the love of my life in college, but I was listening to everybody else, you know, trying to have a good time, almost losing him because I always thought the grass was always greener. Or I was trying to just, like, have a good time because you only get that, you know, you only live once. Luckily, you know, me and him have been married for 10 years. You know, we have a baby. And that was something that I always strive to have, right? Like, I wanted a husband. I wanted a baby. But in my mind, I was like, oh, it can wait. It can wait. So I guess Ebony is saying, like, hey, if you want that in the future, like, don't wait. Don't pass up on, you know, pursuing those legitimate, serious relationships in college because you will lose – some valuable people
2: there.
0: All right. Hopefully this is helpful for you all. Have a good day. Bye.
2: I think that makes a ton of sense. And I think something that I recognize about myself (laughs) and that I assume about so many other people, Crystal has a funny thing that she says to me and she's like, Antoinette, I just love you because you're the only person in my life that believes that I, that I, truly believe feels that anytime you walk out the door, you might meet the love of your life. And like, I, so I think I'm going into it because I never go into anything where I'm just having fun. I'm not mm. like if, if it is that, then I can accept that. And I can recognize that now mm-hmm. I could do that before mm. I would try to force something else, but now I'm, I'm be- much better at that. But Anytime I'm dating somebody, I'm wildly open to falling in love and stopping dating somebody and being with that person. So I'm assuming that everybody else is, which is why getting the misdegree to me sounded like pick me, pick me. Mm -hmm. Because I'm like, of course, we're all open to it. But Mm -hmm. I'm realizing as I talk to so many other people and women that that's not the case. (laughs) And my dumbass is out here like yeah love is good. i'm ready I'm ready and making it very clear to the people in my life so i I acknowledge that where I was like oh shit okay if if the if the conversation is yo just take it just take take it seriously maybe don't squander your options if you mm. see somebody of like mm-hmm. great value who's who feels mm. like they're a value in terms of the alignment With you,
3: right, right, right.
2: Again, not value in terms of what they bring, you know, their money and their social status, but like they're aligned and they're interested in that too. Like, fuck, going out and trying to explore. And I think, I mean, I I posted a meme that was like, "Y'all are fucking crazy." I'm trying to be in love. Y'all here trying to hoe? Like, y'all are nuts. That's me to the down to the bone. Yes. And so that's how I assume
3: everybody else is
2: operating. everybody is yeah. and I'm realizing though Mandy I talked to her she was getting on my nerves and she was just like girl that means you gotta you can't be getting flown out maybe you can't be out here hoeing you can't be out here tricking prostituting and I was like alright I didn't even consider You're that like, what I was like, people are doing that people are doing that people are dating to be in love forever <laughs> uh, <laughs> so that's my naivete yes I
3: naivete I love that word shout out to you Girl, doing goodbye, <laughs> Shanti. <laughs> Shout out to that girl, though. Found her oh, man, yeah. got married, got ahead of yes. kids. Boom, bang, bang And there's also Ten women years. that did that in the comments that we saw. I followed that trajectory, and I wish I never did that.
2: Yeah, so, like I. It's very varied. S- it's, certain things that I, there are some choices that I made with the hope that it would pan out that I have deep regret around. With the hope that it would result in this marriage, children, nuclear thing that I'm like, girl, why you do that? <laughs> I wish you would have dated. Girl, I why, wish you would have. Why would've. did I do that? This, In the same respect that like you're saying, it's interesting that you're like, you could see it because you're like, even still 10 toes down. And even when I like somebody and I think I really like them, I'm going to go out on other dates to make sure I do. <laughs> it's like
3: because I, I lock in valuable. similarly. No, I lock, girl. You just, you know, my oh, pattern. Lock I'm locked lock in. in. We together, we're in love. We're no. in love, and we're together for five
2: years. You're not like that on like the third date. I'm like that on the third date. No, I'm like, I can't imagine my whole life. No,
3: but I'm like, <laughs> oh, we're gonna like, we're, 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 I'm locked in. We're like doing mm-hmm. this thing. There's yeah. no room or no possibility for anything else. Because maybe I'm not as romanticized as yours, but the goal <laughs> is we want to be together and we're going to be yeah. obsessed with each other and we're going to be in love.
2: Anyway. Tricky. All right, last one, last one.
3: Hey, Internet and Shanti. I am
5: listening to um, your newest episode right now when y'all are talking about Eddie uh, K. Williams. And I'm just here to say that uh Shanti, you gave her a lot of bit, a lot of benefit of the doubt because she was absolutely telling these young girls to go out here and get chosen. That is absolutely not the business. We are not going to school to get chosen by no man. We're going to school to get this good education so we can get our life on track, so we can do good things. And then if a man just happened to come along, then maybe that's what it is. Um like I I couldn't believe she even said that, especially when she was like as black women age, our value goes down. My God, is that how you feel about us like I don't think that that's true. I think that black women age like fine wine, like everyone says, like we look beautiful as we age, we get that nice salt and pepper we We're able to bear children and and do it successfully if we if we take our time and and wait a little bit longer because we're more financially stable, we're more mentally stable, spiritually, all the things. Like things, I feel like pushing a, a a young black woman to get a man along with her degree is a little bit too much to ask. um But that's just how I feel on the situation because I thought that was crazy when I heard the the clip. Um, but also, um, I just want to say that I love you guys. Y'all are great. internet. I need you to believe in yourself a little bit more. Um, me and you, sometimes <laughs> I'll be resonating <laughs> with your, your self-doubt stuff. And let me just tell you, just do it. I know you always say, y'all call and say to do it, blah, blah, blah. And I'm not receiving it. I need you to hurry up and receive it because you have so many good things going. And that's just from someone on the outside looking in that I feel like could flourish into so many bigger things if you believe in yourself. And Shanti, the same thing. I I really do believe the Sable Collective is amazing. Um, like I, I think that you're doing really good work and I love how you're such a free spirit and you just move to the beat of your own drum. I love you guys and I'm going to continue listening. I'm pretty sure this will be the first and probably won't be the last time I call in, but I hope you guys have a good day. And um, yeah. I hope y'all enjoy y'all's evening. Can't wait till
2: the next episode. She heard it the way I had heard it first. <laughs> mm-hmm. And listen, I don't want to talk about this no more. <laughs> and listen, <laughs> we're done. <laughs> no, and listen, it's still not the, I still would ask a young girl, like, why? Why is that the big, why? Anything else you want to do too? And if it is other stuff, then I'd be like, all right, girl, what do you think? You see him, get him, whatever that means. But I just feel like, let it unfold. Because anytime I tried to have a plan or force anything, baby, the way this thing laughed at my face and I hurt because of it. It's goofy. you
3: so strategic
2: and... Not with, strategic with love?
3: No, but you're oh, so I'm strategic not... and pragmatic with every other part of your life.
2: Am I or am I just organized? I don't no, know that think, I'm strategic. No, I think you're
3: pretty you putting yourself, you going from high school to being an RA, yes, you're strategic. And strategy of organization has to do with strategy?
2: Um, but I don't think strategy has nothing to do with love, and I think that's the well. that's where the you got difference between up. you two. Yeah,
3: that's why I think that's that's the, I think that's where we may have it. I Ebony. just think open. I think just openness saying, and
2: vulnerability does. Excuse that's me? my strategy. Be open. Be vulnerable. Be open to it. That's the, that's the strategy. Be open to it and be clear about what you're, what type of what how you want to be treated yeah. and what.
3: Yeah. Some people but want. I, to I don't be, think there's. Some strat- people want more to have the openness that. and vulnerability within the confines of marriage which then sets us, I think what's the most interesting thing or what we're all wrestling with, right? Is that community and security are the baseline things that everybody wants and needs and is deeply human that has been wrangled and perverted by capitalism and patriarchy and the lens (laughs) from which Your girl Ebony is coming from is very capitalistic and patriarchal. But what her baseline need is for security and Mm -hmm. for community in a way. And we're all going at it at different angles. So she's just, it's like, she's like you said in the last episode, Biden, like Babylon, she's in Babylon. She's going to go, she's, she's going to figure this out. (laughs) We in Babylon. Y'all want to be paid. It's about power it's about control it's about resources and you are you have a sense of security and community by obtaining a certain type of value and resources then i'm going go, i'm going for mine and how i'm doing it is uh she didn't tell us how to do it but she told us to do it
2: exactly
3: <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's another lesson that's the level that she said come on now y'all going to have to pay for that first she going to come out with now i have a patreon and this is how you can <laughs> do it here's i asked
2: that question if you remember i said tell me how said, I ain't got how time do you do for it that. i
3: said this is what you got to do i'll tell you how to do it some other time figure that on your own <laughs> all
2: right let's take a break all right y'all this ebony k williams miss degree is don't over don't talk about it again we're done then we not talking about it no more i'm gonna i gotta unfollow again. the griot because i can't be <laughs> anytime that lady got a viral clip i'm like uh Ed i don't, got like, the her. Hood I don't smash, like her on smash on lock She's brilliant. You see how she works? She's fucking brilliant. She said, watch me work. Watch me get this engagement. I love it. And she don't care. You, it was mad people adding her and she would respond. She had time. She must have been on a train or something. See, she what you got to understand is what I had said specifically. we right. <laughs> <take a> <laughs> We're going to take a break. We're going to come back with Jesus Christ. I just looked at the podcast, More Relationship Talk. <sighs> Can't wait. From two people not in a relationship. <laughs> like, what? we prepping ourselves. We're getting ready. <laughs> All right. If you two have a voicemail, please give us a call. What? Or a message, please give us a call. Mm. Please, may you please give us a call at 215 948 2780. That's 215 948 2780. Okay. Bye. As a
0: professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com/slash metaverse impact.
2: Break time. And we're back. So Beyonce, there's a viral clip going on. Do you want me to intro this? Is you tired or? Go ahead. Which one? There's a viral clip going on. Shanti put this on the podcast as the outline as the main topic. And I'm like, oh, shit. It's old. Beyonce is so young in this clip. She probably not even 30 yet. And she is, it's it's Jay-Z's birthday. (laughs) And the way I know this is from Beyonceworld.net back in the day. And they were on a boat. And she invited a whole bunch of his friends. And she was toasting him her little young self, he still had a low cut Caesar and he never had deep waves. I don't know why she even said that, but he had his low cut. She was toasting to him and she said, you taught me how to be a woman. And the internet erupted. They said, what? What? Miss Carter, we did not burn our bras for no reason. A man teaching you how to be a woman is crazy. That's the, that's the, that's the tweet that got my attention. And then I just, I saw the little clip of the video. And that's not all she said either. I've seen this toast. But that is a part of it.
0: She so shout out to your questions.
2: Don't said, disrespect I, Beyonce. <laughs> you, you
3: taught me how to be a woman. I was <laughs> 20 years old when we got together. You have done so much for so many people, not just me. And I just, there's no way that I could repay you for what you've done for me. And I just want to give you everything.
2: Is that verbatim? That was pre
3: lemonade, do Child.
2: So that was like that. That's she's twenty something. Yeah, this is
3: this, and this is not a this is not a conversation around Beyonce and Jay Z because we know that the girl done changed her mind about some things a little bit, and she know we know we know she probably taught him how to be a man for real, for real. Hello. I think what is interesting to me was how everybody responded to that mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. question of the the audacity of her to say that or the idea that just similar to what you said, a man can make a woman a man, a man can teach a, a woman how to be a woman. be a woman and vice versa, maybe not vice versa maybe not vice versa but i feel like um how do you enter a relationship how do you enter relationships it should you enter a relationship under the space of this is a this is a classroom this is my teacher i'm their teacher as well this is a possibility for growth and there is an openness and an inevitable lessons are going to happen and who's qualified to be your teacher i think is the question and why where where is the this disdain or this idea that men and i guess that's what i guess i'm trying to understand is was it um was the dis because i don't agree with the the disdain and the shock and the disgust that a lot of people had around um the idea that he that jay-z could have taught her to be a woman in some ways i'm curious as to what her definition of a woman is as well Mm -hmm. um but i think it's if you're not in a relationship with somebody that's your teacher what are you doing bro what is what the fuck are y'all doing if they're not growing you and maybe growing you an identity of womanhood or uh is is not the 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 lane or the lens that you want to, you know, use, but I don't think that that is crazy or wild. Naive, maybe, for young B at that time. Or vulnerable, tricky you're leaving yourself open for a lot of pain but i feel like every single partner that i have ever been with has helped create the woman that i am to this to this day
2: i don't want to interrupt you so i'm listening that's it yeah you already know i ain't disagree with this this take you are, I looked at this and was like, ain't wrong with what you said. Shut up, y'all. Listen, mm. I don't know if I would call, I don't know if I would call my partner my teacher. Really? I don't know if I'd say that. No, I, I, that's still my partner. You're somebody I'm going to learn from, definitely. But I don't know if I'd like give them the teacher title. You're somebody I'm going to learn from. And who's, who are you qualified to learn from? Everyone and anyone. You learn from Joe. You learn from Joe's dad still period. You learn from your mama, you learn from everybody. Like it's, I learned from everybody. I think the issue that people had was not about learning. It was about how to be a woman. The woman part of like, how can this man teach you how to be a woman, miss? Now, in totality, probably not. No, one, my partner, is not the only person that's gonna teach me how to be a woman, but there's so many facets of womanhood, right? There's so many sectors of that. I think probably young B at that time, young me, young Shanti at 20 something years old where we're coming into ourselves and we're probably having the, the first or one of the first very real, adult relationships in our lives of course we're gonna feel like yo you've taught me how to show up as this adult woman sexual being partner because I haven't fucking done it yet (laughs) like that's just inevitable I I don't see the confusion around that did he teach her every aspect of being a woman no she got a mama she got a daddy she got a sister She wasn't even a mother yet. So then that's another unlocking of womanhood that her children will teach her. You know, like, I don't, I just, I think that people, I don't know, reading that tweet of a man teaching you how to be a woman is crazy. To me, shows me the divide between men and women. I think it's interesting how I don't know that if there was a clip of him saying you taught me how to be a man, he probably would have been praised and that would have circulated in a a a way that would, that would have been circulated and P would have been like, Mm -hmm. wow, Jay, Jay really grew up. Jay really this, but we cannot deny the dynamics of patriarchy. They're real. The dynamics of, that we know that he was unfaithful in the relationship that colors things and the, the age gap and just like a lot of, a lot of times people feel like men and women don't evolve at the same rate period. So I don't know. I, I, I don't see the problem because of patriarchy
3: and the power dynamics then, and the vulnerability that, how how vulnerable you women are especially when they're coming into this to just like you said or how it seemed I'll just speak for myself how the idea of your man teaching you something is romanticized in a way and like um being so open I I I definitely went through my Hotep era where it was like, yeah, they, they got to lead, and they, you know, oh, same. you know, more, and you know, this submissive role is, um, receiving your wisdom and your, you know, all of. Given that there is a now a collective agreement that that's a bunch of bullshit, right, and often leads to being taken advantage of exploited and hurt how do you safe how do you how do you balance how do you hold those two things at once of like yes your person can teach you but also not at the expense of not under the um the power dynamics that exist. How can you be taught, how you can be open, especially with the dynamic of a man or woman, without it being exploitive? I feel like now there's like this collective, women are collectively defensive, Mm -hmm. women are collectively scorned, women know like, I know what the fuck you're capable of, not, never, you could never, my daughter's not gonna be open to that, which then Mm -hmm. becomes this resistance which I think men are are reacting to as well that we see um how do we how do we stay open
2: I think we have to recognize first I think there's a self-awareness that we have to have there's a difference between a man valuing you and teaching you holding your hand and guiding you through something versus you're on your knees looking up in Mm. awe of a man Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and he's telling you Mm -hmm. how to be. Power stuff, yeah. That is what I think you and I have both experienced Mm -hmm. in our Hotep eras. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And the power dynamics were very clear, Mm -hmm. right? And we had no business, they had no business, rather, even being around us with the... (laughs) age gap with this, all the gaps, it was gaps. With that said, I think, I, I honestly, I don't know. I don't know. I think you hit the nail on the head with the collective, um, hurt and then the collective protection of like, you are the messaging is never going to be this again. I'm never going to fall for this again. My girls ain't going to fall for this again. My daughter's not going to fall for this again. But as long as we do that, we're not going to get nowhere. It's self-sabotaging in a way, right? It's it's absolutely self-sabotaging. And again, we're asking our men, and this is so binary. It's, I know. It's, I realized that in all of our
3: uh couple past episodes, too. I mean, well, just like in terms of like um, heterosexual relationships,
2: yeah. But it, yes, but I think the past the the last week that applies regardless. I don't care if you date men or women. If you exclusively date in one race, I, I'm still biased. But here, I think, listen, from my understanding with my friends in the LGBTQIA community, baby patriarchy is up and through that bitch too (laughs) real like alive and well and even if you're masculine presenting there's still a dynamic there Mm. so tricky Mm. but i i think regardless of the hurt there's got if we're not open there's no guarantee there's no safety what did bell hook say hold on because I fucking posted this shit. There's no safety in any of this shit. There's no safety in love. It, you just, you either going to take the a risk or you not. But there's, there. what she said? She said, the practice of love offers no s- place of safety. We risk loss, hurt, pain. We risk being acted upon by forces out of our control. That's it. There's no strategy. You, the only thing you mm-hmm. can be responsible no for strategy. is yourself. The strategy is let me prepare my girls, my daughter, my sisters, my cousins, the women around me. Let me help put them on to what I experienced so they can avoid that. They can recognize it and avoid it. Not let me close them off to all possibility of good love or a teacher. I, I, I It makes... I've, it makes me sad. I don't know. I don't know. What makes go you ahead. sad? It makes seeing this response made me sad. It did. It made me sad because it, it highlights what you say, this collective hurt. And it's real. And also this collective armor. I and have, I'm not saying it's not for reason. But go ahead. I have yet to,
3: by the women in my life, I have yet to, older women in my life, have yet to be advised by them in a way that is not, um, with them projecting their hurt onto me. I've never, I don't know what it's like to be advised by an older woman in terms of like what you just said, how to protect them or give them, you know, prepare them for what's possible without it sounding like, yeah, without it feeling that they, that there's fear involved, that there's still hurt from them and anger. I don't know how to do that for Jolie, I think. Really? I think I I think I project um I think I No, it's really interesting. With Jolie, I don't and I've been sitting with this, I don't talk about I get scared and when I think about what she how she sees me um in relationship with men because she doesn't She doesn't, she doesn't see me in relationship with men. And I've been like figuring out how to like start talking to her about it. Um, But I'm, I feel very hands off in a way too. That I'm not, again, preparing her for, even the idea of preparing somebody feels like.
2: Armor. Armor.
3: It feels like you gotta get ready. Gotta, gotta, you know, be prepared for What's out there versus, I don't know what the, the alternative to What do you is.
2: wish you would have heard? What do I wish I would have heard? Give that to her.
3: Um, I don't know. I don't know what I, I have to sit with that. I wish I would have heard. I wish I would have, um... But I would reject what the fuck they have to say because their relationship was fucked up. So if my mom, which I did, I I rejected what they had to say because what they said and what was reality was
2: their own relationships were completely opposite. So I was like, No, what do you wish you just? It doesn't have to be from your mom or just. Just I the advice. I wish I would
3: have heard. Um, I would have been given more tools to inqu- to inquire how I really felt about how I felt. And being in mm-hmm. relationship. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? had had questions or had some type of something that would I could that could ground me in knowing what how I felt. I feel like women feel really, really strongly in relation they like we feel. It wasn't that I wasn't able to feel, but it's often um negative, wrestling gaslit into thinking when we're we're being um irrational or were at fault in some way for feeling the ways that we felt like I know I didn't feel good in some relationships but it was because I wasn't showing up as a woman in a particular way to even bring it back to Beyonce's thing it's because I wasn't this particular woman I felt taken advantage of or abused in some ways and I wouldn't feel this way if I was a better woman and like Mm -hmm. he was the goal he was the one that was going to he was the one that could identify the ways that I wasn't a good woman and also it was through relationship with him that that I could become a good woman so yeah maybe that's very interesting maybe I wish I had been given better tools to identify what what felt good it's not womanhood though. It's not gendered. It's not gendered. Um. Yeah, I don't have the language for it right now. But um. I think being in relationship in in hard relationship or in abusive relationships, the there was a construing or a um accusation that I wasn't a certain type of woman. So it was very gendered in a way, right? And I didn't have, I didn't know what my identity was in myself or what womanhood or being a good woman was outside of that um expectation. Does that make sense? Am I just yeah. saying words? No. So I like don't why. know. I worry so about it was like this idea that you married. being taught how to be a woman through a man is the first thing that's got you fucked up maybe. So maybe I retract everything that I
2: said. <laughs> no, I don't think, I don't think that that, I think if that's the sole way that you learn how to be a woman, yeah, that's, that might be dangerous through your partnerships. It's, it's, you're going to learn how to, you're going to just grow as a person in a relationship. Hopefully, if not, that's not, the best relationship for you. If you're just stagnant, I think something with Jolie specifically that we have to accept and know is that she has to experience some of this to grow. Sadly, you're not going to be able to protect her from all of this. Mm -mm. The best thing you could do, I think is give her the tools. Don't Give her some insight into what you know of yourself, how you've worked through it, how to identify how she feels, I think is the most important thing in all of this and what doesn't feel right or what feels um yeah, what doesn't feel right, what 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 what's lacking, what's not, what's hurting, what's causing confusion and honoring that and and being open for her to come and ask you. I hid from all of the older people in my life mm. when I was struggling. I didn't have anyone True to, to go to to say this is happening. This doesn't feel good. Mm. I knew it didn't feel good. I might tell y'all, but we're idiots. We were. <laughs> all of us collectively. <laughs> and so it wasn't a good, it, you're not gonna get sound advice. You get support, you know, you get support as best you can. But just having someone to come and talk to, I still cannot talk to my mom about mm. a relationship. She does not know anything about any relationship I've ever had. Outside of my ex cheated on me, that's and wild, that's it. bro. He's not shit, and she doesn't like him. That's it. That that is the extent. The only people I talk to about my relationships are you and my sister. A bit, but sometimes I I even cut that off for some reason. Maybe out of fear that it might get. I know she's not gonna tell my mom. I don't know what it is. I have no idea. I've gotten better with that with her. But like, my mom knows nothing. There's no older even in person. Past,
3: even in like, cause I don't be telling my mom everything when I'm going through it. But I'll tell her like, girl, guess nothing. what had happened?
2: N- when I say nothing, nothing. Oh, she doesn't even know that I like that. date. She doesn't know. She doesn't that, ask. She doesn't, she doesn't ask. Oh well, that's the goddamn problem. Well, she doesn't ask, and even if she did, I probably wouldn't tell her. What would What would
3: you say? Like, yeah, 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 it's all good.
2: She's. I don't know because she's never. It's never. She just, Her just thing is don't get pregnant. And if you if and in her mind, I don't even think she thinks I'm sexually active at this point. She does not ask. She doesn't inquire. Oh, I'm a. My be- grandmother asked me the last time I was with her. I was shocked that she even brought that up. She said, This is none of my business, but do you want to get married? That was, and I just talked to her about not about specific people. It, it's just so there is no guidance. And if I'm being honest, I probably don't share it because I wouldn't trust her guidance. I don't trust her decision making, sadly, when it comes to relationships.
3: That's what I'm scared of.
2: So I think having that open relationship with Joe, as she navigates, and it's gonna, there's gonna be navigation. There's navigation for all of the us. I think. I think what, and we're, you know, this is good that we've gotten here. But this, this whole concept of your partner teaching you how to be this gendered thing—a woman, an adult an actualized person, whatever society defines as good in a relationship. I think there's some validity to your partner helping you get there, but it's not the only person. And womanhood is not just manhood. Womanhood is not just defined through the lens of your partner.
3: No, And
2: and I don't, and I think that's what people were might be responding to is he couldn't have taught you all that girl. And it's, I don't think that's what, that's not what she's thinking now. And 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 that's not what we're saying, but it's an aspect of it. And there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing, there's nothing wrong with telling your man that he's helped you become a better woman, learn how to be a better partner, learn how to be a better communicator, learn how to be a better lover. Learn how to be—I don't know. She
3: said, "Woman, whatever." She said, "Woman." She ain't say better, which I think is, which I think is a very, and I—I I said we're not going to go on to this, and may, I won't. I, we won't. We don't need to go into this. But I think it's a really in- indicative. I love. I've been using that word. I used it many times this past few episodes. Is <laughs> indicative of Beyonce's art though and what she had to go through because I think a part of her probably did think like yeah this nigga's made me into a woman
2: oh, of course
3: a woman not a better person oh, yes a better person but also the ideal woman that she had yeah in I'm, her head I'm,
2: and we can break that da- oh yes of course I think a yeah, part yes as mm-hmm. a young person and we can break that down but god damn it if I'm toasting my man at his birthday I don't want to have to be that fucking specific with my words okay if you see me at a birthday party and I finally have a man and I tell that motherfucker Mm. you taught me how to be a woman I'm not going to be like asterisk better woman better communicator not just a woman in general I already knew how to do that I'm a woman outside of you like I'm not doing all that y'all can get off that's why she don't talk to us now (laughs) I'm serious that's why she probably looked at that and was like I'm giving y'all a fucking movie and that's why I don't fuck with y'all like that now, cause y'all 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 do this, <laughs> and this is old. You leave me Jasmine alone right now. I'm serious. <laughs> I'm so serious. Cause I, are you kidding me? Leave that oh, twenty-something right. Beyonce Sorry, in the past. Sorry, I had to go back to Beyonce. But, I apologize. But the main thing is, honestly, what we're talking about is the reaction to it and the visceral rejection of it. Again, let me see Jay Z say. Girl, you taught me how to be a man. Man of the fucking year. You know, you we know it, bro. Because we know that me. she did, though. Because See, we actually know that she did. <laughs> this, is, this is where I get because off she the did. boat. Because this she is, did. is where I'm like, <laughs> this is where us us ladies can, and this is where people can probably get mad at me, say I'm caping, whatever. This is where I'm like, all right, y'all. But she did. That's not how it works, and but there's also a dynamic to women raising up men and raising up boys and everything else. There's (sighs) a lot of emotional labor that women do. I I will never deny it. I'm tired. But how beautiful it is that a man might be doing that as well, and that possibility is something that we have to hopefully.
3: Where my where my guru at? Where
2: my guru at? (laughs) Get, and when we get one, at? we don't Where know how to act. At? No, when we get one, we don't know how to act. Look what happened on the goddamn. What the fuck the are you goddamn... talking to? Who you talking? Who are you telling me to do? <laughs> You're not even listening. When we get one, they got some goddamn sense. What we do? We objectify them. What happened on the damn town hall? Acting a rank fool. It was. It was funny. I was laughing a little bit, but it just shows how we're nuts. We're nuts. Women are the villains. No, we're not. Nobody's a villain. We're all complicated, but we like to, we see ourselves as, as, um, Uh uh-oh, victim, morally. There's a moral hierarchy and I I don't necessarily disagree with it often, but I'm just saying like, mm, there's some room for us to reflect as well. Maybe, kind of, yes, definitely. So Leave Beyonce the fuck alone. That's the, leave her alone. <laughs> Let she that said, lady be happy. I was born to
3: teach y'all everything that you need to know about humanity.
2: What a beautiful art. <laughs> what a beautiful story. Seriously. Shout out to what them. Devastated if they were art. to break
3: apart. Keep it together for y'all. Y'all holding keep this it world together, together goddammit.
2: Keep growing. Yeah, you know who else said that Will, Jada said Will taught her how to be a woman. Anybody breaking her head in. Y'all get on my fucking lead. She said that. B I said, Yeah, she said that years ago. She would never say it now on her damn red table. It was a essence. I remember because she had her curly hair out. It was, and I remember thinking, like, that's what I need, dumbass. Nigga that's why y'all should listen how to us. It was a it was an essence cover. And I remember she was sitting looking at him like she was dominating him, but she, and she was, like, sitting on top of him, but he had her arm behind her back while she was, like, her mm, prowess what I'm was trying out. And I was, like, and they were looking at each other's eyes. I said, "Oh, you could look it up, y'all. It was essence.
3: Well, y'all, anyway. we appreciate y'all for kicking it with us on this episode. Child. And um, we look forward to another week with you. Thank you so much. And we are out. Bye. You have just heard an Around Away Curls, John. Follow them on Twitter at ATW Curls. And Instagram at Around Away Curls. We out early.
2: (laughs) Very good.